The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. The script is changing in the Indian Premier League quite quick and fast and it's changing for the good. It's changing for the good, I say, because uh, there's a lot of interest now for the neutral fan. The neutral fan who does not support any team or perhaps even a Chennai Super Kings fan who, does not, who won't see his team in the playoffs is actually uh, now will be a little intrigued to find out who eventually makes it to the playoffs. Nobody yet has made it to the playoff. We are expected to get our first team who will confirm their berth in, in the playoffs when Mumbai Indians take on RCB. Whichever team wins, moves on to 16 points and will actually confirm their place in the playoffs. But yesterday's match, Delhi Capitals losing the plot completely. Their third defeat on the trot. Lost to Sunrisers Hyderabad. Another heavy defeat. And to talk about all those matches, I have with me my colleague Rastesh Mandani. I am Arnab Sen and, and we'll speak about the DC versus RH clash and of course the blockbuster MI versus RCB match that is coming up. Rasesh, as expected, uh, things are going uh, completely pear-shaped for this Delhi team. Ricky Ponting must be really worried. It's it's a carbon copy of the previous season. They have two matches left. The, the problem areas are quite evident. Their batsmen just can't get the runs when they're chasing. If they've got a big total to chase, they can't. They are, they're failing in the, in the face of the, uh, the scorecard pressure and the bowlers. That's, that's a big worry. Suddenly, they look out of ideas. And Shreyas Ayer looks completely uh, out of control uh, when, when, when the opposition gets going. Yes, I think it's a point that Ricky Ponting uh, made after the match as well. Arnab. I was listening to him and he said, uh, you know, we, uh, when we are uh, facing adversity, we're not able to come out of it. And uh, that, is, uh, uh, that is essentially a hallmark of a good team. They find a way. And that is something the Delhi Capitals is struggling to do. You're right, uh, Shreyas Ayer, a young captain, is also... Under, his, under a bit of pressure, uh, you know, we thought he was uh, being able to maneuver his resources quite right. But I think that was uh, in the initial part of the tournament when they were able to pull together victories based on individual brilliances. And, uh, and BC was able to come up with these performances. But now, uh, you know, problem areas on a lot of fronts. Their passing has always been suspect. Uh, and, uh, and and now, uh, you know, we're having a few matches where the bowlers are conceding runs too many that after winning the toss and then conceding runs too many. So, you know, Sunrise is Hyderabad completely surprising the opposition uh, with uh, with Williamson finding a place, Saha coming at the top of the order, Saha of all people, uh, you know, coming up with the terrific knock and uh, Delhi Capitals, uh, you know, mighty bowling attack are having no answers. Even the spinners are, are, are under a pump a little bit. So, Delhi Capitals need to find answers very quickly. They've got two matches. The good thing is on the points table, they've got 14 points on the board. 
So they simply need one victory uh, to more or less assure a place. But can they now pull together a victory in the two matches remaining uh, is the question. So a lot of work to do for them. A lot of work to do for them. And those two matches are very crucial. But Ridhiman Saha, what a statement this this uh, veteran wicketkeeper batsman is making once again. Never considered good enough for the white ball teams uh, of, the, of, of India. Not considered for the Australia Tour also, obviously, because, you know, he's, he's never been in the reckoning. But then he comes up with these knocks from time to time and keep, keeps giving a reminder of the talent that he possesses. Yesterday... He took all the pressure of Warner's head by going after the Delhi bowlers. And mind you, these are quality bowlers. These are South African bowlers who have played a lot of international cricket. He went after Rashwin as well. Uh, uh, so, all-round performance by Ridhiman Saha. Do you, do you think perhaps Ridhiman Saha is a little unlucky for not being considered ever in white ball cricket? Look, he played under the shadow of MS Tony all the while. So, you know, that has been the case with a lot of wicketkeeper batsmen. They never really, they were never going to be considered, uh, uh, you know, as good. So, that's that's one thing. And he's as underrated as underrated can be. I mean, you know, white ball cricket, red ball. I mean, he's still one of the best uh, keeper as far as the gloves, is, you know, task with the gloves is concerned in the world. But uh, they, again, compare his batting with Rishabh Pant. So, you know, this is this is one of the, you know, one of the stories of, of Riddhiman Saha. Perhaps he should write in a book when he does. And he's through. But, uh, you know, this is a terrific. I mean, he, he did enough to surprise Delhi Capitals last evening uh, and, and in, a, in a top knock. And he used the sweep so well. I mean, I think he was probably got the Delhi Capitals spinners out of the equation successfully employing the conventional sweep. And, uh, you know, that is where a lot of his runs came from. So, full credit to him. Uh, he sort of, at, at, there was a phase when he was even overshadowing uh, David Warner. Yes, and full credit to the SRH team management for coming up with the uh, such a team combination in a match which was a do-or-die match for them. Had they lost, the the they were pretty much out of the tournament. So, so making those changes and coming up with these uh, victories from time and again, SRH keeping the competition alive, keeping that fight for the... Now, we can't even call it the fourth place, perhaps the third place also alive. So, uh, a good victory for SRH and DC have work to do. But let's move on to the first segment today. Uh, the battle where we'll talk about the blockbuster clash coming up. Rohit Sharma not expected to play once again. A lot of drama surrounding his... Injury. Good part is, uh, for all our viewers who don't really know this, uh, the physio uh, of the Mumbai Indians team is actually the physio of uh, uh, the Indian team as well. And perhaps uh, he would have had a good enough idea about what Rohit's condition is. And that is the reason perhaps he was not included in the, in the, in the squads for Australia. But he's expected to uh, go to Australia eventually, Rasesh. And perhaps he's even expected to play the playoffs if Mumbai qualify. One small correction, Anup, uh, the physio of the Indian team, uh, Nitin Patel, has been with the Mumbai Indians team for a long uh, time. So, he's, yes. he's, he's spent 10 years there. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, he's, had a, he's, had, he's got a crucial role to play because, you know, for all of those curious viewers who just uh, can't figure out uh, how Rohit Sharma is missing in the Indian team and is, uh, you know, batting and training in the nets and working his way to recovery for IPL. Look, there is a certain uh, directive that is given by the physio to the selectors to the BCCI who pass it on to the selectors, whether a player is fit or not when they sit on the selection table. Clearly, that brief would have been that he is not fit to tour at this point in time and his injury would be monitored. So, that is for the reason one would imagine the selectors went ahead and appointed KL Rahul, the vice-captain. So when, so, when that is the brief given, it is the task of the very same physio to in, be in co work in coordination with the physio of the franchise and inform the franchise that a certain contracted Indian player cannot take further part in the competition or he should be rested for a certain amount of games. Whether that communication has come or whether the franchise has got him to train or whether Rohit has begun training despite that communication, there's no real clarity on that. So, you know, the only uh, word that coming in from the Mumbai Indians is 
that uh, you know he's training at the moment so that's an indicator that is working towards a recovery and what we do gather is mumbai indians is gearing up for rohit playing a part in the playoffs should they qualify which we expect them to so it's getting quite tricky at the moment it's getting to a stage now where uh, you know one expects uh, you know bcci administration to intervene and and find a way out because rohit's uh, sort of role and fitness in australia could be very crucial should he be available if not for the wide ball matches then certainly for the test matches certainly for the test matches because rohit sharma remember made a stunning comeback to the test team as an opener last year was supposed to play in new zealand couldn't play because of an injury but now this is a big test and especially on the australian because as we were discussing a little while earlier nasesh uh, with the ball coming onto the bat that's something which uh, rohit would really like that that will suit rohit's style of batting and that is the reason why it is uh, essential that uh, india do have rohit on that red ball tour but uh, uh, talking about the match that is coming up karan pollard uh, a good enough leader uh, has had the brilliant season so far with the bat uh, has looked involved every time even when rohit was captaining uh, in the, in the crucial decisions uh, so he would want his team to qualify against uh, virat kohli's team but virat kohli remember uh, this is mumbai indians and and there is a history a little bit of history between these two teams kohli would come out charged as well so this is potentially going to be a match that a lot of people might enjoy yes i think the the winner takes it all right i mean the winner you know takes the lead in the points table and perhaps i mean not com- completely seal the place for the playoffs but more or less uh, the team winning would you know get to 16 and be likely to make the playoffs a big match for both the sides on that count as well and all these uh, mini battles within the the larger picture that you you mentioned as well so yeah i mean two teams which are sort of vying for that top place so in that sense a very crucial match uh, for both the teams oh, i mean Mum- the reason mumbai indians is so keen that rohit returns is because despite the fact that pollard is a good leader they are at the moment who is rohit replacement it is saurabh tiwari look he surprised a few teams with some some knocks despite his fitness issues but he's not a rohit sharma he's not of the same space and they don't have anyone uh, in the reserves and despite the fact that rohit may not have runs you always know that a big knock may be around the corner so rohit presence particularly in those end matches would be crucial but i think today i we don't expect mumbai indians to ring in too many changes sarab tiwari it will be in the middle order and perhaps ishan question to open yes and that is the reason why uh, uh, the job of the bowlers become extremely crucial the job of jaspreet bumrah of rahul chahar and trent bolt will be extremely crucial because uh, virat kohli and abd villiers will be gunning for uh, glory today they they would want to take the lead i think uh, both these teams would uh, perhaps give a license to kill to their openers they the particle this side and then perhaps dickock the other side to perhaps go for it and try and bat the opposition out of the match straight away so oh, that could be that could be one of the strategies that is employed by these uh, teams but uh, in terms of uh, the death bowling and death batting i think that's where the difference lies and that's where mumbai indians have showed that they are better than every other team in this tournament so far they're batting in the death beat pollard beat hardik pandya beat krunal pandya or ishan kishan they've managed to get quick runs big runs uh, end with a final flourish and similarly in the death overs they've got some of the best exponents with the uh, like bumrah uh, bolt has been good once in a while and and rahul chahar in the middle overs has been ex- excellent so i think in terms of uh, having all the boxes ticked mumbai indians uh, are far ahead of a- any other team yes i think both the teams do have quality bowlers to uh, uh, to contain the flow of runs if as it were and get wickets as well but uh, mumbai indians have got three batsmen who can take the match away and, and two of very high quality ardik pandya and kairan pollard and krunal pandya to a degree Uh, RCB have only got AB Devillers. The others are not of the same quality. The lower middle order of RCB is not as strong. So I think that is where uh, Mumbai Indians do have an edge, and that is why the likes of you know Bumrah might uh, you know fancy their chances because they would they might look at this battle between Devillers and Bumrah very closely. If you get rid of AB Devillers, 
then RCB uh, a few runs. You take a few runs of RCB tally. Right. Moving on to the trump card of the match, uh, Rasesh, you have picked Virat Kohli for uh, uh, reasons uh, which are very clear because you know Virat Kohli likes to bring his A game on whenever he's out against a uh, uh, big opposition. So uh, Virat Kohli, we are expecting him to. He's got runs. He's got more than 400 runs. He's I think third or fourth in the in the orange cap race. But he hasn't been his dominant self. We haven't really seen Virat Kohli except that knock of 90 odd. We haven't really seen him go out and thrash the opposition. So you know, one one big knock, one dominant knock from Virat Kohli's blade is still expected and could just come out in this crucial match. My uh, 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 trump card is uh, Jaspreet Bumrah because I expect him in in the absence of Rohit Sharma because he's the biggest Indian star after Rohit Sharma in Mumbai Indians camp to come good to take additional responsibility and perhaps take his team through. Yes, and you know, like I mentioned, that battle with AB De Villiers and perhaps even Virat, if he's still there at the end, would be very important. So you know, Bumrah is always a factor in those death overs. So more than the middle overs and the one opening over that he bowls, his role at the death becomes even more crucial. Virat Kohli, because look, I mean, he's been waiting for this opportunity of uh, of uh, you know finding a place in the playoffs comfortably, and this has been their season so far. So he would want to you know make it count this time around. So we expect Virat Kohli to. Come firing on all cylinders, and I think Captain Virat would also be a little hurt with the showing of their bowlers in the previous match, where CSK sort of uh, took it past them. So you know he would have given a proper pep talk to his team to recognize the way they've delivered so far in the competition. So this is the time to make it count. The people who needed a pep talk during that match, Rasesh, were A.B. De Villiers and Kohli. Within the Sevak, within courts, I say mentioned that it seemed like they were in a coma. While they were batting, so so yeah, but yeah, they would they would want to uh, improve on all counts, perhaps because Mumbai Indians are a very very difficult side to beat, and uh, we are uh, in for a big match today, I guess. And and uh, as you mentioned, the winner takes all. So thank you very much, everyone, for watching uh, Battleground T20. We'll bring the review of the Semi versus Cakes uh, RCB match tomorrow, and obviously look forward to the matches that are coming up. Thank you very much. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.